Hello and welcome to the Getting Ellie's podcast. This is episode number 10 and today I'm joined by pro boxer Sean Yaxley. Sean, welcome to the podcast. Hello, how's it going? All right, mate, how are you? Ah, good, thank you, good, good. Uh, first of all, uh, it's really weird speaking English with Sean. I'm going to point it out now because both of us being Welsh, uh, fluent Welsh speakers and to do it in English is a little bit strange. Knocking yeah, yeah. horrible, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So- First of all, six and zero, and a new fight, new promotion. Um, yeah. Talk to us a little bit about your background in boxing. Um, obviously, where it started, and how you got to where you are now. Um, well, I started um, when I was about fourteen. Eh? Well, I think I was about thirteen when I first stepped into the boxing club. Um, me and my mates wanted to go in it and to uh, start fighting. And uh, got home from school, ready to go. Phoned me mates, and they were there, like, Oh, no, I don't want to go now. We don't want to go. And then my dad was like, Oh, am I taking you or am I not? And it last last yeah. chance now. And I've said, Oh, go on and take me. And then, uh, yeah, I just went and then jumped. But again, it's, I'm glad I went on my own because I, like, I took it serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I didn't go on my own. I thought I'd gone with me, so I pissed about and, you know. Did you kind of boxing straight away or was it a bit of a, did you have to really, what what was it for you that actually went, this is what I want to do? Oh, I don't know. It, as soon as I stepped in, like, I just, I don't know. I remember it was like, I can't like, describe the environment and like the atmosphere, but like the, like the smell of the place and everything, it just felt right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure you, you felt it with like the the jujitsu and stuff, but it just feels right, doesn't it? But you know when you walk in there, yeah, and you start shadow boxing and stuff, and you just think, oh, this is a bit of me, and I don't know, I just loved it. I will be honest with you, mate. Getting punched in the face is not for me. Um, oh, I if know. On it or not, um, <laughs> there's, a few, there's a few cuts and bruises, but they're yeah. different. that's accident. Um, but so you've signed as a pro, um, 2018, yep. six fights since then, and you've just signed uh, for a new promotion now. Um, yeah. How did that come along? Where has that been an ongoing thing for a while? Did you know it or? Um, well, yeah, I was signed as well, my manager was Chris Saniger down in Bristol, and uh, it, it was it, like he, he done. Yeah, he had my best interest at heart, but he's got a load of fighters, and with with it being so so far to travel, it wasn't really working. And um, I boxed on a few of Kieran's shows anyway, so I boxed on his shows a few times. And so, uh, well, I boxed on four of his shows, so two of his, only two of the shows I haven't boxed on. So I already knew Kieran anyway, and uh, yeah, he's he's a proper sound feller and all that. He's dead sound. He's you know, he, and he's young, he's ambitious, and he, he's he's signed a few good fighters and that. So yeah, it was just the right move to make. Is there an opponent scheduled, or is it just what what's been done? Because obviously, uh, I've seen the posters and stuff been put up saying uh, fight on twenty sixth of June, but there's I've not seen an opponent's name on. Uh, well, I, I think he's got an opponent. Right. I I personally don't know who it is. Uh, it doesn't really bother me to be honest. If it is, uh, I mean, you just got to go there and get the job done either way, don't you? I mean, 
doesn't matter. Sometimes if you know too much about the opponent, it, it you know it puts you off a bit. But get in there, get get it done, innit? it? It's also your first fight abroad, is that right? First as a pro, I boxed up abroad about five times as an amateur. Right. Okay. With with Wales, like so. Do you feel any pressure? Um, any more pressure now? Or is it just the same as stepping into the ring if it was in Rithin or if it was in London? Or I mean, it's just the same. And I mean, like 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 Tyson Fury said before, it's not rocket science. It's just two people, you know, hitting each other and punching. Like it is what it is, and it? it's just two men having a fight, and it like I'm fighting someone else. I'm gonna have nerves anyway. Yeah. Uh, so it's just getting in there and getting it done. I mean, if it was Ron Rithin, I probably would be a bit more nervous because a oh. home crowd, whereas there, I'm a bit, I'm away from everything. Yeah. Uh, there's slightly less pressure, if anything, but I'm not going to lie, the nerves will still be there. Like, they always are. So when, when you're sitting in the change rooms, um, knowing you're next to fight, what, what goes through you? Because I've never got into a boxing ring. Um, <laughs> you're sat there, all gloved up, taped up, everything now. You know, I mean, you put your gum shield in and out a few times. You know, I mean, you started... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's that feeling like for you? You know, you might hear your music or whatever, come on. Um, oh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a horrible feeling, but it's a, it's a good feeling as well. You know, it's what well, once you're in the ring, you're all right. It's in, yeah. it's in the waiting in the change room, like you're saying. When you're waiting there with your gloves up and you're in the change room and you're waiting, oh, it's horrible. You just want to get in there and just get it over and done with in a way, isn't it? Once you're in there, you're all right, you enjoy it. But the waiting before it is horrible. And uh, especially when you go and get the medical from the doctor, there's been times where you want to just say like, oh, I don't feel well, I can't box and stuff, but... But yeah, you can't do that, can you, Johnny? It's just one of them. Well, uh, Ryan Garcia has just come out now saying that he's taking some time out of boxing because... Yeah, I've heard, yeah. The anxiety and all the feelings before going into the ring and mm. how he can shake the demons, if you like. Um, and young fighter like that with such a great record. Um, it's, it's a common thing. And uh, Darren Till also mentions um, before the... Not Whitaker fight, the one before... Um, Masvidal, after the Masvidal fight, he was saying he Gaslam, sorry, he said he didn't want to go. He wanted to fake an injury because he was yeah, that yeah. injuries, obviously coming off a knockout defeat. But I mean, you're six and zero. Oh, you've I mean, no defeats in sight. Six point decisions. Are we getting a ne- knockout next time round? I'm hoping so. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping so. I I, I keep on saying it. I. Like, I go sparring these people and these top lads and they say I'm so powerful and everything. Everyone tells me I'm so powerful, but my record doesn't show it. And yeah. I want to show people that I am powerful. I'm, you know, I can punch. That's, I think that's my, my strongest point, my punch power. But obviously the people I've been boxing against, I've, put, like, I've caught them with a few stiff jabs and they, 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 go, then they go defensive mode and they go to survive. So it's harder to get them out there. Yeah. Um... So your debut, um, you would have been 22, 21, 22? Yeah, so, yeah, 21, I think it was. You walked out in the Olympia in Liverpool. Um, that must be some feeling, because obviously I can guarantee there's a lot of home fans being that close. Um, yeah, yeah. They probably made it feel like it was in Rithin, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. What was that feeling like for you? Because obviously at that such a young age as well because a lot of people don't turn prone till they're 26 27s 28s 30s yeah, yeah. Um, but to be able to do that at such a young age how, how did you feel 
um, coming out there? Uh, I felt all right, you know. It's, like I was saying, it, my, my amateur pedigree, I, I I was boxing, you know, Olympic standard, really, in the, the amateurs, um, world level. Like, so uh, I knew who I was boxing at the time. I knew, I knew he was just strong, tough and gay, but I knew I, I could, I could, you know, I could beat him. So, although there was obviously a bit of nerves as your pro debut, you're 21, yeah. you know, you want to, you want to look good and that, but I knew, I knew I had all the tools and stuff. So, but, so I was just concentrate on the game, but, um, but like, like you said, I, w- I was nervous, like, but, uh, but yeah, you just, you just get on with the job, don't you? Yeah. As you mentioned, um, just a little bit there, so you've, some of the highest names have been saying that you're you're um, a power puncher. So some of the highest names in boxing you've shared a ring with, um, obviously not yeah. um, on an event, but no. the sparring, doing your yeah. Amukan, Anthony Fowler, uh, Scott Quigg, Ant Crawler. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> some people would only dream of having one of them as a sparring partner, but yeah, to, yeah. Well, the, like? with, with Scott Quigg and Anthony Fowler, they were just there. They were there coaching, they were, yeah. It was when I was sparring um, Marcus Morrison, who's fighting uh, Chris Eubank Jr. That's who I was sparring that time. So they were just there. And I thought, oh, I have to get a picture of Anthony, Anthony Collar. Like. So who's been the... So I'm gonna, it's going to be a two-part question. Who's the hardest sparring partner you've had? And... Who have you learned the most in a round of boxing with? That's, uh, that's a good question. That uh, the thing is with sparring, they're all hard in different ways, you know. Um, I mean, like Anthony Fowler, obviously, is a big puncher, you can punch, you really can punch, so it's hard. You, you have to, you don't want to get hit so much, but you yeah. can spar someone else, or you can spar like um, Jack Cattrall. And he's dead good, but he, he just makes you miss. Because it's hard in a different way. It's like Jack Cattrall's were not really hard on the body, but it's it, it's it's hard as in you, you're trying to pin him down, you know, and he's, he's got quick hands and stuff. Same as Amir Khan, really. He, he's very in and out, fast hands, but it's not really hard on the body. Whereas someone like Fowler, he's big, he's strong, he's fit, he can punch, and it's, it's quite hard on the body as well. So... It's hard to know that, like Joe, they're they're all, it's all good. It's all just good experience sparring them all. Really, I don't I don't want to say yeah, yeah, the yeah. hardest to hit, who the best is. What What about the hardest hitter? Then who's been the hardest hitter? A shot that's caught you going, oh fucking hell, that doing that. Uh, yeah, Fowler's hit me a few times, and um, an amateur lad when I was with Wales, um, Sammy Lee, he's he's hit me a few times, proper hard. Like he won the um, Commonwealth Games gold medal, uh, and um, yeah, he was at 85 kilo, I think. And um, I was at 69, but I, I used to do a little bit of sparring with him, but he, he could really punch. And they say the body shots hurt a lot worse than a punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he caught me with a body shot as well. Dude, take, bit, yeah. Completely takes the wind out of you. Oh, uh, yeah, you can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. You mentioned there, uh, you 69 kilo. Uh, at what... Fa- at what um, Weight do you normally walk around as uh, roughly? Uh, roughly about 74 kilo, 73, 74. And then you cut down to? About, well, to say I'm about 74, I'll cut down to about 70, which is, well, I think it's it's about 69.8, which is 11 stone dead, I think. 
Right, okay. Something like and that. So. How do you find weight cutting? Do you find it quite easy? Have you got a certain method that you do? I mean, so far it's just been quite easy. I, have, I find it all right. I find it quite easy, you know. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I know, like uh, you mentioned before about uh, before we went on on the podcast, uh, how you're going to start the water loading. I've, I'm, I'm, I, I wouldn't even know where to start with that. Um, I would like to try it to be honest, see if I could get it down lower. But um, but now nah, making sandies quite easy, you know. Just, uh, just cut that. Like I eat quite clean anyway, so it's just about cutting down on on food. Really, is what I do. And then it just flies off me to be honest. Am I right in thinking in boxing there's a, um, a limit where you can go back up as well? Because um, obviously in MMA and UFC, doing some people cut six, seven, eight pounds, six, seven, eight kilos in that fight week to put yeah. five, four or five back on. Uh, there was a woman who was fighting a few weeks ago. She uh, cut down to 125, 125 pounds. She went into the octagon 141, I think. <sighs> Do you know I mean, that's, that's, a yeah. stone, that's a stone and a half. It's, yeah, stone and a bit, I think. Yeah, she yeah. Into the ring. She's two divisions higher than what she weighed. Is uh, yeah, yeah. Is, do you get a lot of that in boxing or are you, they're quite, do you know I mean? So, um, well, he bought some sand. Uh, I don't know how it works, but some like say I don't know which um, which ones it is. But say like the WBO, sometimes they'll have a world title fight. They'll have a day before weighing, and they'll have a day on the day weighing as well, where where you can't be over a certain amount. It's it's very it's very rare, like, but um, you do hear of it more now coming coming out that it's happening a bit more, but. Um, but yeah, again, you do hear about these people putting loads of um, a weight on. Because I remember, um, I think it was Adrian Broner when he boxed Gavin Reese at lightweight, and he come in the ring and he looked massive. I mean, because light, I can't remember what lightweight division is. But he's coming in about like you were saying, like about stone and a bit heavier, and he looked he looked massive. So once again, um, obviously the UFC side of things, they've got lesser restrictions about it to be honest with. They're more yeah. lenient towards the weight cutting side. And but I, I do like the boxing because, pardon me, I've worked with a couple of boxers who, yeah, have cut weight and having to re-weigh again on the Saturday morning or the Friday yeah. in the weight weigh-ins. And I do find it a lot easier to control their diet. Yeah, yeah. And the um, rehydration process and stuff like that. And to be fair, they're pretty, boxes are pretty close to their weight. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We, unless you're like um, Ricky Hatton or someone. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're closer to the weight where, and I, I, the reason for that, in my opinion, is because there's that many different weight classes. You can you can jump from five different weight classes in six, seven pounds. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Personally, I prefer that. And do you, as did, you, you kind of touched on this, um, do you think that you'll jump up or down in weight or do you, are you quite happy where you are at the moment? Um, I definitely won't be jumping up or weight. Uh, mm. No. Um, where I'd move down weight, I, I don't know. Joe, it's one thing making a weight, but being strong at it as well is different, isn't it? You know, um, that's I, I, super well. I feel strong. You know, I feel like strong, but and maybe... The extra few kilos is a bit too much of a push, so I don't, I don't really know if I'd, I'd push down to that. But you don't know, do you? I mean, if if someone offers me good, a lot of money, you don't know, do you? So you mentioned someone offering you good money. Who, who, if you, 
So I'm going to skip a little bit here. I'm going to go to one question. I want. I, I love asking people, if you could fight one person, past or present, one boxer, who would it be? So past um, or present. Um, past, past or present. Past or present. Obviously, you mean you could be as far-fetched as you want. You could be as realistic as you want. Yeah. Well, you'd have to say someone like Floyd Mayweather, wouldn't you? I mean... What, what weight would you want him? What weight would you have him? Uh, uh, well, he did go up to Super Welter. He'd had, I think he had a few. He boxed Canelo at Super Welter, didn't he? So I'd say Super Welter. But um, one, he, he, was, he was brilliant, wasn't he? And he is one of the best ever. Uh, definitely the best of my generation. Yeah. So that's that for starters. And uh, as well, you'd be you'd you'd be set for life, wouldn't you? You wouldn't have to work a day in your life again. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, boxing for me it isn't about the money at the moment. Uh, I, I'm hoping the money will come as as I go, but. Uh, if you had that one fight with me, you'd, you'd sort it, aren't you? And, and and you're proving yourself and you're fighting the best. Yeah. So it'd have to be Floyd Mayweather, I'd say. And you say um, money, um, and this is a big conversation at the moment in boxing because you've got that dickhead Paul coming in, Jake Paul. Um, yeah. And people like him, uh, for me, this discredit boxing. Mm. Discredit boxing yeah. because a boxer at a professional level or amateur level even, is still putting the same risk, doesn't matter what level they're going. The yeah. same health risks apply. And for me, I think that every boxer, every MMA fighter, every person who steps into the ring, octagon, whatever, deserves the best possible pay. Yeah. Doesn't matter what, I mean, yeah, doesn't matter yeah, what yeah. they deserve the best possible pay. So, obviously, the money side of things um, is one thing, but obviously, yeah. the career side of things. So, what is there a belt in like you like that's the belt that I want? Is it a, obviously you've got the undisputed that would be like everyone's yeah, good. yeah. But is there one belt you like I, I, that would look good on my you know, on my wall or something like that? Yeah, obviously you got the prestigious Lonsdale belt that'd always be nice, wouldn't it? But then once you've won that, John opens massive doors, and you got the um, I think it's the Europe, you got the European, I think it's the EBU, I think. And then, um, yeah, so, you know, just get as many as I can. That, that's all I can say, you know, get as many as I can. And uh, um, how, have, you, have you got any medals and awards at the moment? What, which ones have you got? Obviously, you said you, um, you've been with the Olympics, uh, with Wales and stuff, sorry, as well, didn't you? Uh, yeah, so I, I boxed for Wales and um, I got silver medal in the uh, tournament in Finland, uh, the Tama tournament. That's quite a prestigious tournament, to be fair. Uh, I um, uh, I've got I won the Welsh seniors twice, which um, that's another one. You know, like the likes of Joe Carzaghi and all them lot won. Uh, I won it once as a youth, and uh, yeah, that, that's it really. Uh, I boxed in the GB Championships uh, a couple of times as well, but I didn't. I only got bronze medal, but uh, I mean. Not many people get that far either, but uh, I mean, yeah. So hopefully, pick some stuff up in the pros as well. Um, so you mentioned um, the amateur pedigree. Um, have you got any rivalries from the amateurs that is might be coming into the pros? Or I mean, have you got any anyone that you're like fucking? He's a prick. Him. Uh, nah, <laughs> not really. Nah, I can't. I can't think of anyone top of my head. Nah, I don't. Joe, I'm I'm quite I'm quite a chill fella. I yeah. I, I try to get on with everyone, you know. Uh, but yeah, again, sometimes that sells a fight as well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean 
you, you, anyone I don't like? I, I, I wouldn't say there's no one I dislike, really. Um, and there's, yeah, there's not, I'm really at the rivalry. Like, once you had a fight with someone, you, 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 you're quite, it's, it's a bit of respect, isn't it? So, on, on, on that perspective, it's, no, nah, I wouldn't really say I've got a rivalry or anything with anyone. Um, uh, nah, not really. Because you do see sometimes that people might have sparred or something like that, and it's been a bit of bad blood in sparring, and then they create a big drama about it years to come. Um, so I didn't know if we were catching catching something before it became a big news sort of thing. Nah, nah, there's nothing, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Uh, so nothing. over your career um, as a boxer, uh, who's been the most helpful and who's been the most influential for you? So it might be a boxer that's been influential. Like I want to be like that. I wouldn't say like that person as such, but as in yeah, yeah, boxing and who's helped you the most with it? Obviously, you mentioned your dad taking you to training uh, when you were 13, 14. Yeah. Um, well, well, yeah, like like you're saying, obviously there's there's loads of people who've who've helped me and uh, I'm a massive part of it. Like obviously my dad, who's taken me for years before I could drive. So obviously my mum and dad always been supporting me, but uh, who've always been like behind me, supporting me, taking me everywhere. Um, my first club, Denby, all them what helped me. To be fair, helped me a lot when I was a young kid, and um, and they sent me to. Um, to Colin Bay at Wesley Jones's gym, and that's where I am now. So in that in that respect, I, I've got to take my hats off to them for sending me over there to say because they basically said, "Oh, that's going to be your best move," because they couldn't offer me what I needed at that time. So um, in that respect, I got to take say Denby as well. They helped me a lot, and uh, obviously Wesley Jones, my uh, current coach, he's he's um, he's given a load of work in for me, like with me. So. I gotta say, just all, all them really, and um, yeah, and obviously Kieran as well, my manager. Since turning over, he's he's done loads as well. I mean, how, how long have I been with Kieran now? Only two weeks, and he's already he's done loads. He's sorted loads of interviews out for me. He's got me a fight. He's uh, he's got me loads of sparring. I mean, he's, he's doing wonders. You can't, you can't, um, you can only appreciate sometimes. I mean, it might not be always the financial side of things, but it's the little things, like you said, going to training, going to doing yeah. MB saying, listen, go to here. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People have usually held on to you and be like, we know this, this lad's got talent. We're yeah, gonna yeah. Keep him. And sometimes you, you kind of miss the bus, don't you, if you like, and you, you might not have had the same opportunities if they'd have held you on a little bit further. That's uh, it. it. It all helps, doesn't it? Yeah. So, um, we obviously mentioned your ta- um, the belts that you might want and stuff, but what is your target in the next 12 to f- twelve months to five years? What's your target? European, are we looking for? 12 months to five years. Um, well, yeah, that, that's like I was saying before, just pick up a few belts, um, see where it goes. I mean, there's Commonwealth Games, the Commonwealth belt, the British belt, and um, so I'm, I've... I can't remember what I was... I checked the other day, actually, but I can't remember exactly where I was ranked. I was ranked about 30th. 30th. 30-ish. Britain so far. I've done it. How much? 30 what? second. 32nd in Britain. See, so that's oh, okay, not... Sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, that's not really that far, is it, when you think about it in terms of fights. So, so say if I can have... So I'm hoping for... The next one will be four-rounder, I think, to get rid of the ring rust. On... June. In, the, in Spain, 
Yeah. And hopefully after that, I'll have a six and then a, hopefully an eight. Right. So say, and then to say if I have a win all them, I'm not far off then, Joe. Not, I'll be up there in the top, might be in the top 20. I was just about to say, I mean, it all depends as well on the opponents. Um, 100%. Even if they say, listen, there's a 18th versus 24th happening. The 24th place pulls out. You beat the 18th. There you go. You're in the... Yeah, the that's it. Um, you're knocking on the door then for titles. And uh, it's just it's just one of them. So, like you're saying, like five years sounds like a long time, but it's not either. I mean, when you say... When, I, when you think, oh... Um, I could, I could, could, could well have belts in five years. Do you know what I mean? That's so because you don't... We, we will be having belts in five years. We'll be having the same. I say, yeah, yeah, I will we'll be having belts. Same. I will be, I'll, yeah. With it, with a twenty-five, thirty, and zero record. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you'll be, you'll be sat there with a couple of belts each side. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. But as I say, it, these these things happen where people pull out. Very last minute. I mean, yeah. it takes one person to drop out an opportunity to come where you might go, you know what, I, I can beat that. I can beat him. Yeah. Mean, and it, as I say, in five years' time, you'll be, what, 28, 29? That maybe even... Yeah, five. yeah. Mate, that's still very young. Um, it, it is in the fight game, isn't it? Very young. As I say, I, I talked to my little brother about this the other day, about boxing. Um, He's 16 now and he's yeah. into boxing. You, you know, he's... he's, he's in Denby himself or he wasn't yeah Denby. yeah and he I said to him if you spend 20 years dedicated to boxing you'll only be 36 yeah yeah I said if you put everything into boxing for 20 years you'll be 36 retired for, I mean you'll be done yeah yeah and I think a lot of people work on extra 30 years onto that for oh. a, on a normal nine-to-five job as such and it, it is such a short career uh, in that sense I mean yeah, yeah, and it's and this is why I'm very um, pro about uh, boxers getting paid what they deserve. Yeah, yeah. Because you work a nine to five job, you will go there for the best money you can possibly have. You're not gonna you come home from a um, from a nine to five job and, and hating it, not enough money. You're gonna need you're gonna go to your boss next day and say, "Listen, it's not it's not enough money for me. This I want to pay." The yeah, rest. yeah, yeah. And it's the same. It's, and people say, "Oh, boxers are greedy. They get too much money." They don't. Same with footballers. They're getting the best possible pay for the job they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the footballers' fault. It's not the boxers' fault. And people are like saying, "Oh, doing they're selling out Wembley for ninety thousand or whatever." Sometimes, and well done. I mean, if yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Out Wembley, you deserve to be paid. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. Hundred um, percent. And I mean, the the health risks as we mentioned as well. Um, but. F- over the, oh, you, you know, you've had six pro fights, but even in the amateurs, who's been the best win for you to date? Obviously, you mentioned a couple of um, medals as well. So, who's been your best win to date? Um, obviously, the debut fight um, was it Kelvin McCauley? Kelvin um, McCauley, yeah. It, I mean, and he was no no mug as such as a no. I mean, pro fight. I mean, I mean, yeah, he he'd, he'd lost a load, but he hadn't been stopped that much times. Um, Who's the best win? Uh, I think as an amateur, I beat a, a load of good lads. Um, the best win, I'm not sure. I boxed two good lads who I lost to. 
And I know they, they're the two probably the best I've ever boxed. Um, I boxed a Russian lad and he was um, he was a youth Olympic champion and youth world champion. I lost to him, a Russian lad, and he was dead good. And then I, I boxed a lad, they, um, a Basparu, his name is, from Germany. And he was, um, do you know Pat, Pat McCormack? Yeah. On the GB, he's on a GB team. He beat him in the uh, European finals and he and he was like world number three or something in the amateurs. Like, And he was dead good. Um, so I'd say them, them two are the best I've boxed. Um, the best win, uh, I'm not too sure, to be honest. I, I beat, like, like I was saying, I just beat, I beat quite a few good lads. So well, I can't really... You feel you're quite consistent with your performances. You're like, you know what? I mean, there's yeah. big dips. Yeah, yeah. See some people will be like... Doing really well, then they'll have a dip in performance. Then they come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, who, what, which fight have you learned the most in? Then, because obviously you mentioned them, the two lads there. Um, yeah, I'd say that uh, a Basparu, like being in there with him, and just learning. Like, it. You hear people say it. I, I remember. I remember listening when I was a kid, and uh, so these boxers and they're saying, "Oh, I learned a lot when I boxed so and so." Even though I lost, and you think, well, how do you how do you learn when you when you when you're getting beat like beaten in it? Like I, I know what they meant now. Like like little stuff he done. I can like his defensive skills, his footwork, and that. I can I can I know I can put it to my game and make me better. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've learned a lot by just being in there and having a fight with him and seeing what he do, like just remembering what he does and like just being able to put it into my game to make me better. So I'd say that Abbas Barui, I learned a lot from him. Like, So do you watch a lot of your footage back then? Um, or do you just let that for your coach to do? Or what, what do you, um, how do you go about with that? Because some people will sit there, like will sit there and watch their fight two, three, four times again and go, right, yeah, yeah. where they went wrong or re yeah. where they went wrong and try to correct that do you let your coach do or do you do what do that yourself to be fair, I, I do sometimes yeah in the, especially as a pro uh, where there's a bit more footage but um, as an amateur it was, it, I didn't really have much footage to watch back on right. so I didn't really but um, as a pro I have done yeah but I, I also like watching um, other fighters fight like John you know, like obviously I like to watch like oh, I don't know like Andre Ward and all that just see what they they do and just try learning some stuff off them and all that kind of stuff. So do you go to, do you have a certain type of fighter you will watch to fit your fights a bit better? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I try to, I try to watch as many varieties as I can to get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Do you know what I mean? Rather than being just one specific style. I mean, you need, yeah, like, you need to be as, as all round as you can really, don't you? Uh, but um, but yeah, I'd, I'd say I don't. I like what I like watching Mexicans fight. I mean, who doesn't like watching two Mexicans having a war? But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I like I like for for entertainment purposes. I'd say yeah, I'd like watching like uh, Marcos Antonio Barrera and uh, Morales and all that kind of stuff. But um, I try not to emulate them too much by having a war. Like <laughs> <laughs> keep it this. What did yeah say? Um, the best. Um, the best attack is defense or something. No, yeah, defense, yeah. Um, and obviously he he implemented that perfect. Hundred um, percent, yeah. So talking of Floyd Mayweather, uh, what do you think will happen with his fight against Logan Paul uh, on the fifth of June? 
So uh, first of all, there's a, a minimum of thirty pounds difference between both going in. Um, yeah, I know. Logan Paul can be up to nine hundred ninety pounds, and Floyd Mayweather can't weigh any more than one sixty. Which can you imagine, right? The disrespect on boxing if Floyd Mayweather ends up at fifty and one after this fight. I know. Uh, it scares me. But I can't see it happening. No, no, I, I can't see it happening. But... I can't see it happening. But, um, but you could say the same as McGregor coming over and doing the same thing, couldn't you? I mean, I, I mean, I, yeah, McGregor's an MMA fighter, but he's still fighting one of the best boxers that ever lived. I, I kind oh. of half got the McGregor thing because he was a superstar in um, he was like yeah. the king of the UFC king of yeah. brought the fans over to boxing to and that made sense for me like a, a big fight like that and you'll probably see more of it but come on do you know what I mean <laughs> you just it but is, is it is it is it 100% happening yes is it hundred? Yeah, I'm not really in, into it now. Do you know I've gone past? I've gone past caring with it all. Uh, it is what it is. A bit it is. Insulted by it though that these dickheads is is what they are. They're just little. To be fair, at the start, I was thinking. Uh, I thought, oh yeah, it's it's not too bad, you know. Um, like it's got it's going to bring a new set of uh, like fans to the thing, but like now. I've realised it's not bringing new fans in because they're just watching them numpties doing it. Do you know what I mean? No, it's just, I mean, it'd help if they put someone, you know, like someone like Deontay Wilder, if they put someone like him on the undercard and then all these kids watching Deontay Wilder knocking someone spark cold, it might get them interested, do you know what I mean? But, but they're not putting, they're not, not that they're not putting someone good on. I mean, they put Billy Joe Saunders on, on one of the, the fights, didn't they? Um, the yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, uh, but the thing is, Billy Joe should be main event. Yeah, but, but my point is, is they put it, Billy Joe on the undercard and he breezed through yeah. the twelve round fight, and that's not going to get Eyes. a new. That's not going to get the 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 um, the target audience of of the show to get interested in boxing, is it? I mean, the kids who are watching Logan Paul or whatever or Jake Paul. Watching um, Billy Joe Saunders just box someone for twelve rounds isn't going to get him excited. Whereas if you put someone like Deontay Wilder there knocking someone out, they're going to get dead excited about it. Do you know what I mean? It's going to get him interested. Yeah, so, no, I can't agree more with that. To be fair, it's it's one of them. It's, it's more it's more about how they promote the boxing side of it, not just the, just the, the YouTube side of it. I mean, they can they can do it, but they they need to be a bit more clever of how they're going to keep. The same audience to watch just boxing as well. Do you mean put something like Dillian White and Chisora on? Yeah, that, yeah that, that's it. Yeah, I've seen yeah. them too. Yeah, and just, it's exciting, isn't it? Just strip it to bare knuckle boxing with kicks or something. With <laughs> yeah, White, yeah, and just let them let him at it. Um, so outside of boxing, um, uh, we, I'm going to mention a little bit about your current venture. Um, yeah, you started with. Mike, Mike, Mike Evans, yeah. Mike yeah. Tell us a bit about um, the background of Dynamic Fitness and where they come out. And to some people who don't know, mate, plug plug away. Tell them. Uh, <laughs> well, I just come about, you know, uh, um, Mike, uh, my mate, he's um, 
he was working in the leisure centre, I think, and uh, in riffing, and he was doing like a few um, like circuit classes and a few hit classes and all that kind of stuff. And um, obviously, he wasn't getting any paid any anything extra. He was just doing it for the leisure centre. And I remember me and him, uh, we, we were just chilling in my house or something, and he was there like um, obviously I was working um, I was working away with um, with the stables, and um, he said, oh. I just, I just, he was basically saying, oh, I'd, well, I want to do, like, just my own thing, like. But, and then I said, oh, I'd, I, I said, I'd want to do my own thing as well. Because I said, because I was working away a lot. I, I didn't have time to really go full out training. I mean, um, when I had a fight thing, they'd let me go training. It's fair play to them. So uh, I can't mock them at all. It was just when I was away, I couldn't. Um, so then... Uh, yeah, that's basically how it came about. We just had, it was just a thought and then we just kept on chatting about it and it just, just happened, you know. Uh, I mean, Mike's got loads of experience in the uh, in the fitness industry and um, I'd like to think I have as well, you know, like when I was boxing, like I've boxed for years. I've I've been down uh, Cardiff on the Welsh programme. Uh, so I've, I've been having like the best strength and conditioning coaches in in. In, in in Wales basically and uh yeah so we just thought yeah give it a go and uh here we are I suppose isn't it so where did the name come from what where did do I mean because it's not like Sean and Mike fitness do you know I mean it's it's something a little different so I know uh I'll tell you what it was uh we were thinking for ages because we didn't want it Sean and Mike fitness it's a bit too wordy we just wanted you know just some boom boom Easy, in it. We were thinking for ages, and uh, I gotta give Mike all the credit. It was, it was all Mike. He's quite <laughs> good with stuff like that. It was it nothing to do with me. I give Mike all the credit for that. So did he could just come up with a name, and you were like, yeah, you know what? Well, we, we were we were thinking of a name for ages, and we just uh, we we had a few. I can't remember what, what we had um, to be honest, but I remember we had a few, and he just comes out with, oh, what about dynamic fitness? Like we're dynamic for everyone, isn't it? Like yeah. fitness for all, dynamic for everyone. We don't like what we thought thinking. We don't want to be just, you know, just for a certain group, yeah, a certain yeah. target audience. We want it to be for, for everyone. So dynamic for everyone. That, that's how it came about. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. And how how like how are you finding that? Have you have you both finished quit quit your other jobs now? Have you? Uh, he still works for the um, WRU, I think. Do it uh, like a, a a hub development officer for rugby or something. Um, so he's doing that and he's doing this on the side. But to be fair, he puts in a lot of hours as well. Um, to be fair to him. And uh, but yeah, this is what I do now, and uh, obviously with boxing as well. So it works all right for me. Like we we're our own business. I can you know. Yeah. Like on like this Friday coming, I've got sparring with uh, Anthony Fowler again, so I could just keep that that space for me to go to training and sparring and stuff. So, so it works out much better, to be honest. Uh, how how it is? It it's a like it's it's about work life balance, and it's not about work then life balance. It's it's yeah. about life balance. I mean, you, you know, I mean, you're happier when you're doing your own stuff as well as at work. And if you hundred percent, if you like. Um, very similar to you I enjoy my fitness and stuff as well so that's why I fell into it um, yeah and 
as people say when, when when you enjoy something so much it doesn't feel like work and for me it doesn't feel like work because yeah, yeah. for me i feel like i'm just solving someone's problem out i mean i'm solving yeah, the, yeah. solving what i can uh, in helping them to become a better person you're doing exactly the same as doing and being able to bring the boxing background um and the training and fitness and doing the circuits and stuff you, you've probably done uh, yeah and to, to your advantage to be honest with you um to be able to to, to sell it from that point as well and doing well, well, that, that's it yeah i'm a pro boxer doing join my team and it, yeah, it, yeah. it, it would sell um and, yeah um, one of the questions I was asked um, whilst we're on the dyna- dynamic fitness point is, why is Sean the second best p- PT in dynamic fitness? <laughs> <laughs> why am I the second best PT? Uh, what can I say? I don't know. Um, I, 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 I won't throw Mike under the bus, but Mike sent this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me why he said that. Um, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what to say to that, to be honest. It's a stupid question, isn't it? <laughs> he, he clearly has too much time on his hands to be putting... Yeah, questions. clearly, yeah. It's not working him harder, Sean. Yeah, no, I know, I know. It's not on. Uh, so you say you'd be with Anthony Fowler on Friday. Um, yep. Any other um, big names starting coming up, or is it just quite a lot with Fowler? So, yeah, so I had him Friday just been. I've got him again on Friday coming up. Uh and that's it. It just it's normally just happens on the week. You get a phone call. Do you want to spar so and so? Right. Yeah, I'll spar, I'll spar anyone. Yeah, go on. This is where you go in. Turn up, glove up, and then spar, then go home, I suppose. And then just so changes all the time. I not know. Um, when it comes to sparring, how many rounds do you do? What's the method behind it doing? Because some people might not have a clue and um it depends where you're going. Uh, I had six with Anthony on a Friday. Uh, it depends who you're doing it with. Like, um, obviously, Marcus Morrison's boxing, uh, Chris Eubank Jr. on May the 1st. So I was sparring him, but I was only doing four rounds with him. And then they'd have another one, another sparring partner come in. He'd, so we'd do four each with him. So he'd, he'd have eight straight off. Right. And then I'd do four. Sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. So it depends where you're going. It depends where you're going. I mean, you could go somewhere and you're the only sparring partner and then you do eight or ten straight right. off with someone. So, um, like I say, it, it all depends on where you go in, what what they... Because, obviously, I was going to Marcus Morrison. He's the one who's got the fight. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's up to Joe Gallagher, really, what he wants his fighter to do, isn't it? So, I can't go there and dictate, no, I want yeah, six, yeah. I want to do this. I just do what they tell me to. What was it like in uh, Gallagher's gym? Um, obviously, big names, uh, N- uh, Natasha Jonas, uh, Calum Smith, uh, Liam. Yeah, Smith. yeah. They're all there. What was it? Did, did you, obviously, did you see all them there? Or um, There's a few people there. Uh, like, obviously, like, uh, Crawler and uh, Scott Quigg. Uh, them, they were there. And uh, oh, the atmosphere is unbelievable there. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, like, like, just saying, like, just being... Amongst them people, and like Joe Gallagher, he's, he's obviously a world class, world class trainer, isn't he? Um, just being around him, it's just the atmosphere at other places as well. Like everyone gets on. I, you, it's hard to describe what 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 it feels like in there. But it, again, you know what I was saying uh, when I first went into the boxing gym. 
it's a bit like that. The atmosphere is just, it's just buzzing, buzzing with life and just, I, don't, I, don't, I, can't, I can't really explain it. It's just... Do you feel refreshed going into new gyms and stuff then? Because some people, it's a new challenge because, I mean, if you went to the same gym over and over and you spat the same three, four, five people over and over again, you're only going to get to a certain limit, aren't you? Yeah. But going into new gyms, because I, I can guarantee before you went into the ring with Fowler, you may have watched him on TV and all this. Yeah. But actually being in there with him, it's completely different. Um, you might have thought doing complete different things. Like I've seen him on the ring uh, on the TV. He does this, that, and the other. But when you're there, he does complete different. Yeah. What's he doing here? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and that would obviously up up your game. Yeah. And doing it, it, he's fought obviously Fowler, for example. He's fought at the highest of highs. Yeah. Amir Khan has fought the the biggest of names. I mean. Yeah. Obviously, he's had a few defeats recently, um, but he was up there um, as one of the best in Britain at one point, um, and he was mm. one of a big prospect when, obviously, after the Olympics and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I can't imagine what it's like to go in the ring with someone like that. I mean, like I've got a signed Amir Khan glove up on my wall here. Do you know what I mean? It, it's a yeah, weird, yeah. weird feeling. Um, the same as when I, I first met Till. I obviously, got signed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Fucking, this is nuts. So how would obviously at your our our age, you're roughly my age as well. So we we were looking up to these boxes, if you like. What is that like? Is it a bit surreal to be in there going, no, this is actually so and so right there? Um, or do you just? I not don't know. You you, you gotta put you gotta put it aside, don't you? You gotta put you gotta literally put it aside. And after after it after it, yeah, it is a bit like wow, like you know what? I've just spied on me can, but like at the time you you put it aside and. You, because you, you, you are there to do a job. You're there to, to improve yourself. You're there to help them. I mean, you know, it's sparring at the end of the day, isn't it? You, who, who do you like to spar then? If, if someone, if let's say your manager rang you tomorrow morning and say, listen, you can pick anyone to spar now for the next four or five weeks for your fights. Or obviously, it's a bit further away, but yeah, anyone for the next how many weeks? Um, obviously, be a present fighter. Who would, who would you pick? This, this would bring uh, obviously you've, you've sport uh, sparred against Fowler Khan um, and that you don't I, I, I don't know would you go someone different uh, or do you, are you happy with the likes of I mean I'll mean, i be honest sparring Anthony Fowler is always good sparring um, yeah he, he, it's always good sparring he gets you thinking and he gets you working so that's always quality sparring but I mean if you said anyone in the world, you'd have to say someone like Canelo because he is the best again, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, if you're sparring Canelo, yeah, you're imagine, really- ima- imagine sparring Canelo. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of them. But uh, well, like saying I, I'm always down to spar anyone. I, I'm, it's just it is what can it is, isn't it? Can we just imagine a phone call tomorrow morning? Canelo's on his way over here. Gonna- yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> It'd be mad, wouldn't it? We've mentioned Canelo. We've also men- mentioned Billy so Billy Joe. Yeah, they're fighting next week or the week after. Yeah, May the first, I think, isn't it? Uh, next weekend. So a week to now, it will be done. Who wins that and how? <sighs> you you you, you got to say Can- Canelo Lee. I'm I'm gonna be, I'm gonna put my neck on the line here. For me, if anyone is to beat Canelo, it's gonna be Billy Joe next week. Okay. See? Anyone beats him because for me, stylistically, 
Billy Joe, it, it suits this fight suits Billy Joe for me. Ah, but, but Canelo is a different level. Yeah, There's levels to this game, and Canelo is above everyone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like people thought, Callum Smith would give him problems. Yeah, Callum, people people thought Callum Smith would have the power to keep him off him for a bit because Callum Smith was smoking people. Yeah, with one punch, and it, when he was throwing against Canelo, he, it was <laughs> it was like he was tapping him. I mean, yeah, for me, I think that if anyone's to beat him, I think, and listen, I, we all know how it, how we think it's going to go. Yeah, Nello's I think him. I think he'll do all right first four rounds. I think he'll do all right. He'll, you know, he'll mess him about a bit. He'll be a bit tricky, and then I think Canelo will just figure him out and just stop him late. I think. I also think that if Canelo can turn up. 50% and still beat Billy, Billy Joe. But Billy Joe has to turn up at 100%. 100% yeah. To beat Canelo, yeah. It's one of them, I think that... And yeah. Back to Billy Joe here, by the way. But I just feel there's levels to the game. And if Billy Billy Joe can do it, can you imagine the rematch over in England? Because that's what will have to happen. It'll have to, won't it? And do you know what? It would make sense put it on the undercard of Joshua Fury. Yeah. Why not sell Wembley out for that? I know, I know. Canelo, Joshua, Fury and Billy Joe on the same card. I mean... It'd be, it'd be massive, wouldn't it? But it'd, that... what's going to happen is that it'll, it'll, Canelo will probably smoke him and it'll just be... We won't hear again of Billy for a while. Um, no. Going to Tyson against Joshua, what, what do you think of that fight? And if it happens... Personally, it, as I've uh, someone mentioned on a different podcast... Um, it, it's like someone's got engaged, but no wedding date. Yeah. I mean, they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pickled about the, the thing. Is it going to happen? And who wins? I mean, I mean, for me, it has to happen. But at the same time, Mayweather and Pacquiao had to happen five years before it did, and it never happened. That's the only reason. That's the only doubt I've got in my mind that it won't happen is what happened with Mayweather and Pacquiao. That's the only reason that I think it might not happen now. Because Mayweather and Pacquiao waited all them years for it to happen. Um, but, finance, but but again, money speaks, doesn't it? Money, money talks. So the money involved in it is going to be massive. So I'm, I actually think that Eddie Hearn is really trying to push it to get, to, you know, to get a bit of wedge life. But uh, whether it happens... Like saying it, it has to, but I I don't know. I think it will. I think it will. Who wins? Who wins? Go on. I think Fury wins, but I think it's closer than what people think. I mean, I mean, I I, I think Fury's much better than him, and I think Styles make fights. So I think Joshua gives Fury a better fight than what Wilder did in the second time. But I also think that Wilder could beat Joshua because I think Joshua don't like getting hit. Yeah. So I think... I think in that fight as well, I, th- I personally think that Fury gets dropped and then wins. Um, yeah. I think that Fury will um, go down uh, in that fight. Um, and I saw that Eddie Hearns left Sky Sports now to go... Yeah. And then, uh, days and whatever. And yeah. If the fight happens that they both walk in on the same time because no one will take the three hundred million cut as whatever stupid thing yeah. um to walk in second. And for me, 
the, the, it should be just a toss of kindness and it's a 50-50 split. You're both yeah, getting but... the same wage. You're both paying the same revenue. You're both fighting the same... I mean, you're fighting each other. I mean, um, but obviously no one wants to take the, the, the smaller piece of the cake, if you like. Um, no. They, they both want that extra thing just to walk out first. If they yeah. whose name do they put first? Have they got two people saying the same names, same time? I mean, it's going to have to well, say the name first. Well, um, well that's, that, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean... Because I remember Mayweather Pacquiao, they had uh, Jimmy Lennon Jr. and Michael Buffer, didn't they? Because it was with HBO and it was on uh, Showtime. So they had both ring announcers, ring announcers doing it. I mean, there's a load of stuff you need to, like, obviously, Tyson Fury's with ESPN, isn't he? And um, uh, BT. But then Joshua's... But Joshua's, Joshua's in a contract with Sky, but Eddie Hearn isn't. So I so- don't know how, how it will work. So Dillian White and Joshua have been left with and um, not a part of the um, agreements with Dazen. Um, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but yeah, it's it's all. I mean, just have, for me personally, I don't like the alphabet belts. Um, personally, I think it's too complicated. There's too much going on. Um, 100%. They need to narrow it down to two belts, maybe. So you get yeah. you. So you get your British big belt. Get your. Yeah. Belt to get the world big belt. I mean, and they're the hundred percent. The like not long ago. Um, no disrespect to Ebony Bridges or Shannon Courtney, but it, it's it's first fight in eighth or second yeah. fight. Like, oh, come on, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's interim or first versus second or first versus third. If second can't fight, Four, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Eighth, um, for me. Um, yeah, I think that WB, I mean, IBF, hundred percent. It's, I mean, it's it's killing the sport. Uh, everyone see, everyone find the best. Do you know, um, over in the states, they want to see Errol Spence and uh, Crawford, don't they? But that won't happen. It won't happen. No, because... for me, I'd love to see uh, Teofimo Lopez against Jonathan Davis. Yeah, but, it won't happen. But like Devin Haney coming out, kicking off, talk the talk, walk the walk, get Lom- call. He looked, uh, he called uh, um, Lomachenko out, fight him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Garcia, hundred percent. Five of the best in the world fight each other. Hundred uh, percent. I mean, you got you got to take your hat off to Teofimo for taking the uh, the Loma fight. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, he's fighting uh, Cambosos now, but Camboso is the mandatory. Yeah. But, but I mean, I mean, a lot, a lot of these fighters, they, I mean, with the with the Spence Crawford instant, I think that's all to do with money. I mean, then they're not they're on different promotional things as well, but it's a lot to do with money. None of them want to take the lower offer, but a lot of his ego as well. I think that, um, and do I get it if. If I was, if I thought I was the, the the cream of the crop sort of thing, and yeah. someone was offering my opponent more money than me, I'd be like, knock right off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's my I know it's, you know I mean? Exactly. Yeah. If you if you're the one who thinks they're pulling in the crowd, and you want the money, don't you? But and that's why I think that pay per view points should be brought into boxing. Um, I mean, you go then if you're making this much money, you're getting bigger split. Um, yeah. Same as the UFC. Mm. Um. But yeah, as I say, we've got 26th of June, Spain. Yeah. Spain. Um, you've got an opponent that hasn't been announced uh, as of yet. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's one of the Paul brothers. 
<laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Just to do a job on them and shut them off on some yeah. Um But yeah, we, we've we've covered everything to be fair, you mate, and it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, and all the best in the future. So I've, I've been cheers, thank you for a few years, and we'll support you for the the few years to come. Yeah, yeah. thank you. But uh, yeah, as I say, um, all the best in your fights in June. Thanks. Uh, cheers. So how can people find you as well? Um, obviously, put your Instagrams or whatever. Um, don't forget your business one as well. Uh, yeah, so business one is just uh, Dynamic Fitness. Um, Instagram is just uh, Sean Yaks, but uh, it's S-I-O-N, because I, I had a, one of these the other night and she kept saying my name wrong. She kept saying it's Sion. So Sean Yaks, but S-I-O-N, Y-A-X. And um, Twitter... I think it's at Sean Box, at, at Sean Boxing it is on Twitter. Yeah, and yeah, I'll, add, I'll add all them in the comment sections and stuff as well. So if people on. want to pop over and yeah, um, give give Sean a follow, give Dynamic Fitness a follow, or give them a tweet or whatever. Um, yeah, please do. Um, and you'll also see some of the people that he's sparring with as well. Um, obviously Fowler. Uh, I mean, you can, you'll, you'll just see a load of celebrity boxers and, and going <laughs> yeah. a bit battered and bruised after a couple of rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Sean, thank you very much. Thank uh, you. Thank you, mate. And all the best to you as well. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. And thank you all for listening. Uh, if you are listening on Apple, um, please do hit the five-star review. Um, just helps with visibility. Thank you once again.